0: Welcome back to The Word Webzine. I'm Julian Spivey, the creator, writer, and editor of The Word. And you can find us online at thewordwebzine.weebly.com. I'm joined tonight by my lovely wife, April Hanson-Spivey, and we're going to talk about some of our favorite comedies currently on television. Uh, First off, how are you doing tonight, April?
1: I'm doing great. Really excited to talk about some of these comedies. And if you haven't Um, watch them hopefully you'll check them out because they're hysterical
0: we uh, don't really have these ranked in any particular order she's gonna pick five of her favorite on television i'm gonna pick five of my favorite currently on television some of these are new shows that we hope you get onto because they may not be doing so well in the ratings others are shows that are in their last season uh, but uh if you haven't uh, gotten a chance to watch them yet i would recommend uh streaming them from the beginning and uh and catching up quickly uh april what do you want to start with tonight
1: well, I want to start by talking about Modern Family. Obviously, this is a show that's in its 10th season. I believe the it's 11th... Pen,
0: penultimate season. Yeah, I was
1: going to say the 11th season is going to be its um, final. And um, I'm sure if you haven't seen Modern Family, please go back to the beginning and catch up. Because obviously the show has evolved so much. The cast has grown up. Um, it's a really um, neat show to watch. But it's going to go down, in my opinion, as one of the most beloved comedies. And it really, even after 10 season, it's still making me bust out laughing. You know, there have been some seasons that have been more lackluster um, than the others with some of the episodes, but I really think that this season has been pretty solid. Um, I'd love to see one of the things that, the storylines in this season is Haley and Dylan. Um, Want to see them continue their relationship and really prepare for parenthood, because I think that's such a cool dynamic. because they really are like a young version of their parents claire and phil um i think mitch and cam have made me laugh the most this season um i love the the wild episode is what it was called uh, where the men go on a hiking trip with patriarch jay pritchett Um, i think my favorite line though for this whole season is when mitch and cam go out on a uh, with a 20 something crowd and really say their night was burnt when they really meant lit. I really related to that on a personal level.
0: <laughs> that was it's one still, of the better lines. Of it the show
1: really was.
0: Um, the Wild was also one of my favorite episodes of the year. Um, it's a show that's more than a decade in and it still has just riotously funny moments. But I agree with you that certain seasons of the show have been uh, war- definitely worse than the others. But the good thing about Modern Family is it's, it's a show that we like these characters so much and we spend so much time with them that you know there's always going to be great episodes even if one every now and then doesn't really strike you as all that interesting or funny. Uh, as a show that's been on this long, do you have a particular favorite character? Character from Modern Family?
1: Ooh, favorite character?
0: Mine personally would be Mitchell, um, mm-hmm. uh, played by Jesse Tyler Ferguson, who I believe is one of only two cast members who have not won an Emmy for their performance on this show, along with Ed O'Neill that's Uh, shocking yeah they they've always gone in with the supporting actor and actresses roles instead of leads uh which it makes sense but eric stone street and ty burrell were always the ones winning early on and ed o'neill and jesse tyler tyler ferguson couldn't slip in and at this point in the show it's unlikely that they're going to even be nominated anymore but um mitchell just his sarcasm and wit uh is just something that I've always really liked in the show and even when other some characters like Eric Stone Street's Cam and Sophia Vergara's uh, character uh, Gloria uh, over the years they've kind of gotten old and kind of a
1: little t- bit of a stereotype but uh, truth uh, but I still make I know that that's kind of been an issue for you and I'm not sure if I necessarily have a favorite Character, I mean, probably Mitch, but I have a favorite episode, um, "Run for Your Wife," which
0: is like the second or third episode. I was gonna say uh, it was, all was all season first one, season.
1: yeah, and that it's still my favorite episode, even after all this time. Um, basically, the storyline is where um, Phil and Claire um, are competing um, to see who can run the fastest, and really, it's the my favorite um, scene from the whole series is Mitch and Cam trying to break their daughter Lily out of the their baby daughter, Lily, out of the vehicle when she accidentally gets locked in. And if you have not seen that scene, you need to look it up. It's hilarious. It's just, yeah.
0: I'm going to start off on my list uh, with a show that's in its uh, final season. Before I get to that, I do want to apologize. We were actually recording the show outside tonight, or... Dogs were being obnoxious inside that <laughs> we took them outside hoping it would be better. But now you're hearing some of the ambient sounds of the uh, outdoors. Maybe cars on the road, plane just flew over, uh, crickets doing their crickety thing. <laughs> uh, the
1: sounds of nature. Just go with that because we're pet parents and that's, you know, It's hard of the to do a podcast
0: when you're a pet parent. Mm-hmm. Uh, Veep. It's in its final season on HBO midway through it, in fact. And it's still one of the funniest shows on television in its seventh and final season. And I think it's one of the greatest sitcoms of all time. I know it's one that you don't actually watch with me, April, which is rare uh, for us to watch shows. But uh, the final season, it was delayed over a year by Julia Louis-Dreyfus's Breast Cancer. Uh, And it's kind of gone uh, from an outrageous look at what politicians and politics might be to a wow, we know this is actually true of politicians now in the age of President Trump. Uh, Louie Dreyfus has won a record six Emmy Awards for her performance in the show, and I am 100% serious when I say that her character, Selena Meyer, is likely one of the five greatest female characters in the history of television. And that's saying a lot because many would say that Louis Dreyfus already had one of the top five ever in Seinfeld's Elaine Bennis. I think her performance on Veep is even better than her terrific performance in Seinfeld in the 90s. Uh, Veep also features uh, one of TV's greatest supporting casts uh, with terrific turns from Tony Hale, who's also won. An Emmy or two for his role. You have Gary Cole, Kevin Dunn, Anna Kolumsky, Timothy Simons, and more. I'm gonna hate to see Veep wrap up. Uh, it wraps up in about a month or so, but at least it's actually still going to go out on top.
1: Do you have a favorite character from this? Obviously, besides Julia Louis-Dreyfus. Yeah, Dreyfuss, Ju- Julia Louis-Dreyfus is character.
0: great, but I just love, and it's it's probably one that. Uh, uh, wouldn't pop up near the top for a lot of people who watch it but i love uh gary cole's uh character of uh, of kent on the show he's like a, the statistics guy uh almost like to an asperger syndrome type level and it's just it's just he does it so well it's so deadpan and i think that cole is one of the truly underrated supporting actors uh, in in all of Hollywood, also in movies, you know him as the father to Ricky Bobby and Talladega Knights, the boss in office space. He's been around forever and he's is, is just a terrific actor. Uh, what's next on your list, April?
1: You know, I'm gonna go ahead since there's a couple there's another show that's um, really wrapping up its series, but I'm gonna actually switch gears and go to the good place. Um, If you haven't watched The Good Place, you need to. Um, The reveal at the end of the first season was phenomenal, and it's truly been this kind of crazy roller coaster ride ever since. Um, But at the end of the fourth season, we basically see this group of people... Third um, third season. Third season. Okay. Well, we basically see this group of people destined um, for the bad place, or hell, trying to prove that the point system to get into the good place, or heaven, is flawed. Um, We see Ted Danson playing Michael, um, who is hilarious, and I'm not going to really reveal too much about him, because again, if you haven't seen the show, I don't really want to give too much away, but along with really the whole cast, you know, Kristen Bell as Eleanor is uh, forking amazing, and yes, I meant to say forking, and if you watch the show, you will know what I'm talking about.
0: (laughs) Uh, The first two seasons, at least, of The Good Place can be streamed on Netflix, uh, the third one, if it's not already up there, should be soon. And Ted Danson was recently, uh, well, last year he was nominated for an Emmy Award for his portrayal. Uh, it's, it's, uh, one of the most hilarious, uh, performances, uh, currently on television. Uh, when the fourth season comes back in the fall, uh, it can be seen on NBC. Um, is Ted Danson your favorite character on, uh, on the show, or would you go with Eleanor, maybe even Cheaty or somebody else, or Jason?
1: Oh gosh, Jason makes me laugh. He is kind of that goofy, nonsensical character that just, you know, doesn't have a clue. He just kind of plays that really dumb guy from... Jacksonville. Um, Jacksonville, Florida, <laughs> and I—he just cracks me up when he will start into stories about you know this one time in Jacksonville. Like, Lake I Bortles, just...
0: the the Jacksonville Jaguars quarterback, <laughs> always comes up, and I don't know if the if the show can do this in season four because I don't know once you're dead like these characters are, um, I don't know if you are familiar with things that are going back on Earth, but in the NFL, the Jacksonville Jaguars actually cut Blake Bortles this off season. So it would be hilarious to see if they could work that into the show somehow. Do mm-hmm. you have anything else to add about, uh, about your buddy Ted Danson and The Good Place? <laughs>
1: um, I actually got to meet Ted Danson last year, which was pretty darn cool. Um, and it was kind of a, a cool moment because I obviously, I grew up watching Cheers and, you know, um, was kind of starstruck and, you know, got to tell him I absolutely loved Cheers but I also loved The Good Place and he's like that's great to hear you know you're watching and
0: <laughs> it's one is... that doesn't get that many viewers at least on NBC uh I think that being on Netflix has helped it but it's such a critically acclaimed show that it doesn't seem to really be in danger of going anywhere and again it's been picked up for a fourth season
1: well and the great thing about it is if you're looking for something unique I mean there's a lot you have so many choices right now but this show is really just something different and it's it's got a fantastic cast and it's hilarious.
0: So that's Uh, for my next show. I'm going to go with one that uh, struggled rating wise and is actually lucky to still be on television. Uh, Brooklyn nine, nine is getting toward the end of its sixth season. It's first on NBC after the network, thankfully saved it from cancellation last summer after the first uh, five seasons aired on Fox. Uh, For my money, it's been the funniest sitcom on network television, of the last decade. b 99 features the best all-around cast of any comedy currently on network TV with lead Andy Samberg. He's surrounded by the brilliant Andre Brower as Captain Raymond Holt, which is one of the most brilliant deadpan comedic performances you're ever going to see by an actor. And the great thing about this is Brower almost exclusively did dramas and won Emmys for those dramas. Prior to this role, uh, the rest of the cast, rounded out by Melissa Fumero, Stephanie Beatrice, Terry Cruz, and Joe Lo Trulio, uh, is just perfect. Every character on the show, uh, terrific, and that's really something hard to find from a cast this size. And I know that Brooklyn Nine-Nine is one of your favorite shows on television, and it has one of the, uh, really one of the great relationships on TV as of, as of recently uh, between um, Andy Sandberg's Jake Peralta and uh, Melissa Fumero's character, who unfortunately I can't remember the name right now. Hopefully you know it. Uh, but Amy Santiago. Amy Santiago. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, do you have anything you want to um, add about that relationship in in particular? Because well, it's not like it's not like uh, most, and you don't necessarily see it coming from the beginning, but it just it happens. And it just
1: works. Yeah, because you know you really. She's very um, uptight, um, <laughs> which is hilarious. And he's yeah, he's, he's the not exact opposite. exact opposite. So they're polar opposites, and it's very much this whole opposites attract. Um, and what's really interesting is that I I wasn't sure about the show going into it. I thought I I didn't know if I could see Andy Samberg as a cop um just because I after s-
0: years of saturday night live and him doing you know stuff like laser cats on his digital shorts <laughs> it, it's it yeah. was a little bit, bit of a stretch even for a sitcom
1: and i mean the show is definitely i mean it's not when you say it's a cop show it's not really necessarily a cop show mm-hmm. so if you look into it it's I mean, a
0: workplace it's, comedy
1: absolutely so if you like the office mm-hmm. I, mean, I can see it well the, yeah the to uh, the sure. uh,
0: um Sure, I can't think of his first name, but the guy who created Brooklyn Nine Nine uh, is uh, um, was one of the producers on The Office, so there are very there are definitely similarities between those. Um, Do you have anything else to add about Brooklyn Nine Nine, or do you want to go to the next show on your list?
1: Um, I can go to the next show on my list, um, and this is kind of um, this show is apparently, as you have told me, underrated or in danger of being canceled, and that would be a real shame because Single Parents is one of the funniest new
0: comedies on tv it's time ty- if you have any interest in watching single parents it's time to start watching it because the ratings don't look great and I, I hate to say it but it seems doubtful that it'll be picked up for a second season i hope i'm wrong and it's also the same case of uh, of the other great uh, freshman abc sitcom um the one with the Catholic family. I'm blanking. Oh, right now. the kids
1: are all right. The Kids yes. are all right. Another great, great, two
0: great shows that are struggling in the ratings mm-hmm. and may not get a second season, but continue on with a uh, single parents.
1: Well, and you know, now I want to actually throw the kids are all yeah. right in there, but um, that's another show that i don't have on my list, but definitely check it out. But single parents and it the premise is very simple. It's a group of single parents and, um, it, it's just kind of like, um, just their relationships and how you know they go about raising their kids and everything and it's um it's very funny you know Taron Killam who was on SNL is really kind of um I wouldn't necessarily say the lead but somewhat um he's definitely it's
0: a a, a ensemble group uh, mm -hmm. definitely but he was the big name attached to it going in yeah
1: and of course um Brad Garrett from Everybody, Loves Raymond. From Everybody yes. Loves Raymond. And and that's such a cool um, thing to see him on this show and just excel. Um, and what's really awesome I think about this show is the child actors are so talented and Which is
0: hard to find. You can say the same for the kids are all right too.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And it's you know, I am laughing even when the kids are saying stuff and that doesn't always happen in sitcoms um, it is very tough and it's to me it's very impressive because they can really hold their own with these really talented adult you know cast members um, I also love that um, you know the relationships that are kind of forming it is single parents but you know you do have um, some relationships performing or there are definitely some, some things them.
0: that are gonna happen. Uh to where they probably won't be single parents too long.
1: (laughs) For sure. At least a couple of them. But um, it's... They really just... All the cast has such great chemistry and it would be such a shame to see the show canceled. Yeah,
0: I agree with that. I hope that uh, the network saves it despite the uh, declining ratings. Um, I brought up Veep uh, at the beginning of the show. Uh, There's another fantastic comedy on HBO right now, too, and that's Barry. Uh, The show's about a hitman played by Bill Hader uh, who comes to Los Angeles to do a job and winds up interested in an acting class led by Henry Winkler's Gene Cousineau. Uh, The show is currently midway through its second season. It does about eight episodes a year on HBO, and it's uh, already been picked up for a third season, so no, no worries about that being canceled. Both Hader and Winkler won Emmys for the show's first season last year. Uh, Barry is definitely the darkest comedy on our list tonight, uh, with it truly being more of a dramedy than a laugh-a-minute comedy. Uh, but when the show does have funny moments, they're really funny. Hater is one of my favorite comedians ever, uh, one of my top five uh, favorite Saturday Night Live cast members of all time. He was on that show with a couple guys we mentioned already in this podcast, Andy Samberg from Brooklyn Nine-Nine and Taryn Killam uh, from The Single Parents. But uh, the funniest character on Barry is actually, without a doubt in my mind, Anthony Kerrigan's Chechen gangster Noho Hank. Just brilliant. Uh, Kerrigan truly deserves an Emmy nomination for his role in in Barry. I I definitely recommend checking that out on HBO or HBO Go if you have access to the streaming service. All right, uh, what do you have uh, uh, next on your list, April?
1: Well, I just want to take a... quick second to say it's kind of interesting how many you know former SNL characters oh, yeah. are, you know making these topics and one of the best
0: know. comedies that's no longer on television but, uh, but uh, recently uh, it was cancelled by Fox last year was The uh, Last Man on Earth which also starred an SNL cast member in Will Forte and, uh, I'm still of, bitter. Yeah, me too. <laughs> and one of the uh, one of the two shows that I have coming up on my list uh, later is also Stars, a uh, former SNL cast member in the lead. What do you have next on your list?
1: Well, so I do want to talk about Big Bang Theory. By the way,
0: Julia Louis-Dreyfus in the early 80s, a uh, very I, short yeah, time on SNL, on SNL, was the youngest uh, uh, female cast member or maybe cast member in general at the time when she was on it. A lot of people don't know she was an SNL, SNL alum because of the era she was on it. But anyway, sorry to interrupt. So we
1: no, we've got a lot of different SNL members. That's really neat. Um, but I do want to talk about Big Th- Big Bang Theory. Mm-hmm. Obviously, that's been such it's a, yeah. Down to
0: maybe its-, its last four Three to four episodes, Mm -hmm. I believe.
1: Yeah. And, you know, I'm including it, really, because it's its last season. You know, it's still a great show, but there have, to me, there have not been the standout episodes I had hoped for in the final season. Um... The main storyline, and I'm just gonna say, I mean, if you have, if you're really, really, really late to the Big Bang, Theory. I don't theory, think
0: if you're not currently watching The Big Bang Theory, that it's one that you're gonna catch up on because it's no. what season is this? Do you know?
1: Oh gosh. It,
0: it, it, it you don't have That's to look a good it up. Question. It's, it's at least been on the air for a dozen years. So at this point, if you've never really seen it, you're probably not gonna go into it.
1: Yeah, it's not. You know, I mean, it might be something once it ends to go back and binge watch. I mean, I wouldn't necessarily start it right now. But this, um, the final season is its 12th season so it's been on for quite a few years but basically you know the this last season has been really cool um it's been it's revolved around For the most part, Amy and Sheldon is a married couple, um, but mainly uh, proving their theory on super asymmetry and their road to a Nobel Prize. So that's been kind of the most interesting storyline. The most touching moment so far this season was in the episode, The BCR Illumination. And at the end of that episode, Sheldon, you know, who is really depressed when he believes his theory has already been proven, watches a taped pep talk from his former self which is a nice mix of Big Bang Theory and Young Sheldon Um, Young Sheldon obviously is also a fantastic comedy um, that talks about the early life of uh, Sheldon Cooper which is Jim Parsons Um, So it's a spin-off of Big Bang Theory. Um, But at any rate, it's taped over with a speech from his father, who was a football coach. And, you know, for anyone who watches Young Sheldon 2, it's just a really cool and touching moment. It's not really a funny moment. It's just a very, you know, special moment. But they really do have a lot to wrap up in its final season, and it's kind of just hasn't... It seems almost like single episodes. There hasn't been a whole lot of, you know, arcs necessarily. It's kind of what the show
0: does, though, isn't it?
1: Yeah... But I just, I don't know. I just thought that they'd really bring it out for this last season. And maybe that's why it needs to be its last season. I mean, they've really exhausted a lot of, you know, what they're doing. But I have great hopes for the season finale. And the show itself has been phenomenal. So I definitely think it is still one of the best comedies on TV, even though the season hasn't been super standout.
0: All right. Um, Since it debuted on ABC in 2014, Blackish has been one of the most important sitcoms on network television. Because not only is it often laugh out loud funny, but it's also a show that frequently teaches us, especially those of us who don't look like the characters we're watching on screen, about the injustices felt by the black community. It's uh, truly great that a network like ABC hasn't been afraid to let blackish do its thing, well, for the most part. When it comes to controversial and political topics, the show has taken on like racism and racial slurs, police brutality, and the election of Donald Trump. Uh, Blackish hasn't yet been picked up by ABC for a sixth season. A lot of ABC comedies have not been picked up, uh, but my fingers do remain crossed that it'll be picked up. It is still one of the more uh, critically acclaimed uh, comedies on television, and in four seasons in, I believe, you still see uh, Anthony Anderson and Tracy Ellis Ross the leads being nominated at award shows like the Emmys. I know this is a show that uh, that you also watch. Uh, do you have anything to add about it?
1: Um, you know, I just think it, it's one of those comedies that, as you kind of said, it does bring up important issues in the black community and that's, it's, it does so with poignant moments, but also, you know, the humor brought in at the absurdity of some of the things that go on, um, for the black community. And I think that's really powerful. It's very hard to mix humor with something that is very serious. Um, you know, like, uh, police brutality, you know, um, just a bunch of different topics and it's just i don't know i just think it's very powerful show but it's also hilarious did you have a favorite episode
0: i watch so many television shows that they kind of uh (laughs) Uh, just all run together but there have been so many great uh, episodes and it's a show that has won uh, uh, our, this website does what we call the Brody Awards every summer where we take network shows because they don't get as much love at like the Golden Globes and Emmys and we uh, uh, pick our favorite network actors, shows, episodes and and Blackish has had multiple episodes win at the, the words Brody Awards uh, we've uh, gotten through eight Uh, of our favorite comedies currently on television we each have one more to go uh april what are you finishing up with
1: so i'm finishing up with kind of a guilty pleasure um american housewife um which is
0: also on abc out of the 10 shows we have on our list combined we have three on abc which i believe is the uh four on abc actually which i believe is the most of any network Uh, on our list, so it's impressive what ABC's got going on, comedy-wise.
1: Absolutely. In American Housewife, obviously, it's just about a family who um, lives in Westport, which is a town with a bunch of rich white women basically. And, um, this family just is not that rich, but they happen to live there because her husband is a professor at a local college. Um, so it's definitely, like I said, it's not the best comedy on TV, but honestly, if I just need to kind of have a mindless escape and just want to laugh, that's what I go to. Um, Katie Mixon is playing Katie Otto and, um, she was on, um, Mike and Molly. She played the sister on Mike and Molly. And so that's where you're gonna know her from. And if you laughed at Mike and Molly, you will just absolutely love the show. Um, She really is the main draw because of her constant irritation at the, you know, Westport skinny rich housewives. It's just hysterical. And I'm not really sure It's got to be her that makes it so good because it's almost kind of a repeat of the same joke, but she manages to deliver the dialogue in a way that makes me laugh every single time. So I think any woman who is overwhelmed in life, you know, particularly moms, can just appreciate the show. But I do want to kind of circle back and throw in um, one more show (laughs) because I do want to throw in The Kids Are All Right. Mm -hmm. I do think that people should start watching that. It's about a Catholic family in the 1970s who has eight sons, um... And it's just kind of their lives together. And, um, you know, as a Catholic, I find it hysterical. I don't find it over the top. Um, but it is a, it's a good way to kind of just display life in the 70s at that time.
0: The uh, Kids Are All Right is also another ABC sitcom. And uh, it can be uh, viewed, or at least partial of the season can be viewed on Hulu if you're trying to catch up a bit. Um, My final show, and the last one we'll talk about on the podcast this week, is the one that I alluded to earlier that stars another former SNL alum, and that is the TBS original comedy, The Last OG, uh, starring Tracy Morgan and Tiffany Haddish in the leads, and it was created and is executive produced by Jordan Peele, so with Morgan Haddish and Peele in the mix, you know it's got to be funny. Uh, the show, uh, which is currently in the middle of its second season, features Morgan as Trey Baker, a recently released ex-convict who's trying to get his life back together after 15 years in prison. He gets the chance to become a father of two teenagers that he didn't know he had uh, from his ex-girlfriend Shay, played by Haddish. It's just nice to see Morgan in a feel-good role He's always been one of my favorite television comedic actors from his time on SNL, where he was famously Astronaut Jones and Brian Fellow, uh, and his uh, iconic role as Tracy Jordan, which is kind of an off kilter <laughs> version of himself on uh, 30 Rock for many years. Um, I know you also uh, watched The Last O.G. Uh, we watched it together. Uh, do you have anything you want to talk about?
1: Tiffany Haddish makes me laugh every moment.
0: She's become a star over the last couple of years, and she hurts, you know, it just the ceiling is just very high for her. Um, okay, that's going to do it for our show. I would like to uh, let you know where you can find our podcast. You obviously have. but uh, Where you it's, can subscribe. It's many, there's many places you can subscribe leave reviews, uh, we'd really appreciate it. Uh, Anchor is the service we record it through. You can also find it on there. You can also find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Uh, There's other ones, but those are the big ones uh, right now. Uh, Again, I'd like to uh, send you to our actual website where we write articles and reviews on movies, television, music, uh, sports opinion pieces, and that's the wordwebzine.weebly.com. And you can also find us on social media, on Facebook and Twitter, at The Word Webzine. So I want to thank uh, my wife, April Hanson Spivey, for joining us tonight to talk about some of the best comedies on television. Do you have anything to say? I just want to tell them goodbye? Yeah,
1: no, that was great. And um, just go ahead, and it sounds like you've got a lot of new shows to catch yeah. up on or yep. to, to check out.
0: All right, thanks for joining us.